He said, what were you searching for? And I had no idea besides like just help. Um, but it was authenticity because I feel like I haven't been authentic in a long time. I've been, to go. I've been who I've needed to be in certain positions and roles and uh, careers and relationships. And I still, I haven't even really tapped into the full authenticity, but I know that I'm in the realm at the moment, finding that authenticity. Welcome to the Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. If you're listening to this, you're about to witness some of the most incredible transformations that have ever happened on the planet. And just by listening to this, you will be inspired to have your own transformation. If you're listening to this for the first time or you're one of the brothers in the brotherhood, go leave a review on the podcast and let the brother or member know how amazing they did and how incredible their transformation was. I'm Kyle Carnahan, founder of Superhuman Fathers, and not only am I going to change your life, I'm going to get you ripped as fuck. Another interview. I can't, I can't get enough, man. Today has been, I, the amount of positivity in this group, in the flexes, the, and the amount of transformations we're getting pumped out. That group in July, I don't know if you guys see, maybe they're posting more in the Warrior Monk chat, but there's going to be so many more coming. and. There's something special. I mean, obviously, all, tra all the transformations are incredible, and they're more here and here than the physical. But there are a select few men in this group that start out in the Vikings. And, you know, there's a few phrases, like we spoke with Corey Gallup, you're already him, started there. Um. I think we got another one kind of moving around like kryptonite on your body, Superman. And the ability to show up and know that you have such a long journey, but then become the journey and then make it to your bottom, which you may be a place that you never thought you'd ever be physically, but not even real care so much about that, but how it's affected every other aspect of your life. And then you're down there and you just keep living it or you ask for more. This is what we see with the Viking warrior monks. I think uh, they, they call them berserkers. I don't know. Vikings <laughs> are a different breed. They are. They show up. They, they raid our chats. So it, they are the lifeblood. And some of the biggest and most influential phrases statements pieces of wisdom have come out of the mouths of men that have seen the darkness or been stuck in a place where they thought they could never get out and then they just lead and i'll tell you guys about ryan here ryan's got a history leading men in sales growing businesses and he was quiet but very always, he's been every week without fail has connected with me. Maybe it's because he's a Ryan and we Ryan stick together, right? <laughs> we crush this. But without fail, connects with me pretty much every week. Was very open with me from the beginning and how he was feeling. And sat back and watched and listened. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has to do that. I actually don't think that that was needed 
but it goes to show some of the character that he has because he felt like he didn't want that. He hadn't earned a, a right to speak. Now he was already him. He could have spoke as soon as he wanted, but as soon as he felt it, when it clicked, we had his conversation. I can, I can remember, you know, it, it clicked for him and he had earned it. It wasn't so much something I had said. He had earned it in that moment. He had earned the connection to his values. He had earned whatever it was. He was feeling the confidence he needed to as a man or the system he had to implement or whatever. And we're going to dig in today to find out what that was. But then he just took off and he found his place. He showed up in the Vikings and it made it about every other man. And many, many of these Vikings, many of you have been on phone calls with him. He's always there in the chats. He's there to support you. And this is one of the reasons why he's done so well. So in a moment, I'll, um, while he's answering a question, I'll, I'll probably screenshot his transformation. I posted up in the chat, but we should take a look at it because it's insane. But Ryan, welcome, man. And it's short notice, too. <laughs> Let's go. A couple hours. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Well, you're appreciated. I know in the beginning of this, you didn't maybe want to speak, but now you get to speak in front of all the brothers and, and tell your story. And so I'm going to, I will open the floor. Now, don't let, you don't have to let me guide this too. You can go whichever direction. I'm really good at, at, <clears throat> at just going with you, but I did want to hear the background. Maybe put us in the position of where you at. Well, first off, how long have you been in? How much weight did you lose in your transformation? Uh, started October 20th, I believe, and uh, went from 245 to 184. So 60, yes. 61 pounds. Let's go. Yeah. Jack. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just kind of give a, a quick, kind of like what Ryan was saying. I Part of me feels... Um, bad at, like I said, I see a lot of leaders out there and, you know, people really just inspiring and Josh, BJ, all these guys. And I love it. And, um, you know, I do that for my team, um, with work, but, um, <clears throat> I think for, for me, yeah, I think you hit it on the spot. I didn't feel worthy of really speaking or leading and also not even worthy. I felt very lost, um, I realized through this that the perception of being successful or hardworking, whatever, that perception was more important to me than actually living it. Um, and so I lost a lot of authority to speak. Um, I was just, like I said, with my company, we have about 30 employees. Like I just, I have to do it. You know, that's my job. But um, <clears throat> it, it got as bad as, you know, the, the type of person or, you know, the saying, you know, we, we are that guy. Um, I'm already him. I knew <clears throat> this is who I wanted to be. This is who I was. Um, but I wasn't living it. Like I said, I was really leaning on the perception of that. So, you know, for example, our meetings are at 645. I would wake up at five and send the meeting invite and then go back to sleep just so it looked like I was getting up at 5 a.m., and being that guy, um, anytime we'd go out, you know, for a little company event party, um, even though I was a lot of the times broke, um, business was not going well. 
Um, it sure looked like it, you know, when I'm, when I got the nice watch, I'm picking up the bar tab, but all my credit cards are maxed out. Um, so again, the, the perception of, of that was more important to me than actually living it. And so when I started this, <clears throat> I, I mean, I had interviewed with a few other, you know, kind of guru influencer guys, Wes Watson was one of them and talked to him and I, I knew I needed something, but, you know, I had a bit of Corey Tucker's uh, interview resonated with me a lot. I had a lot of uh, ego that stepped in the way. In fact, I know his is Henry. Uh, my, my alter ego is Rye Guy, you know, the coolest car, the coolest <laughs> watch, the pick up the bar tab. Don't worry about it. I got you. Um, nice suit. Everything looks great, but uh, inside and behind the scenes, it was uh, very broken. So um, yeah, so I never really, I don't know if it was thinking back. I don't know if it was, I was, my ego was not allowing me to, or I was just scared um, or I didn't think it was okay. But what, what really changed, and I, I wasn't sure what I was searching for too. Like a lot of the guys, you know, it's, Hey, let's get ripped. Let's get rich. Let's drive Lambos. Um, that's not really what I was searching for at the time. Um, and I saw Kyle's initial ad where he's in the gym and his kids are tackling him and he can get the superhuman father ripped. And I remember thinking to myself, this is the fucking cheesiest ad I've ever seen in my life. And I, <laughs> and I love it. And I, and I needed it. And, uh, thinking back, uh, I call it time travel, but I think back to what I was thinking at the time, cause I didn't know what I was feeling. Um, and what I was searching for and and really what I was searching for, I think was authenticity to, to be able to just be that person that I, I, I know I am <clears throat> because I wasn't sure of who it was, what it was in a long time. Cause I got so lost in the character, so to speak. So that's kind of what, uh, started my journey, um, getting into superhuman fathers. Wow. That's amazing. I, so you join Superhuman Fathers and you begin your, your, because you were quiet in the beginning and you, 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 I mean, obviously you, 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 you had success physically. Like we see that. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what, what is it that kept you engaged? Why, what kept you in here? What kept you coming back? Was it either a need or what did you see? Why? Because I know it was a financial burden for you. It was it was tough to pay for it. Yeah. What what kept you here? Um. <laughs> well, I would say you know God, the universe, whatever. I was on a. Uh, it, it it really. I, I always say I didn't find Super and Fathers. It found me. Like I said, it just came. And in fact, when I interviewed with Kyle, I pushed him off. I was just about to have hernia surgery. Um. We just dumped all our money into our business. And um, uh, like I said, I didn't have any money. And so I didn't want to tell Kyle that. Um, but we did a secondary call after my hernia surgery. And I didn't feel like I could do it because I was like, I can't even work out right now. And I didn't have the money. And so when Kyle pushed me, you know, went for the clothes, I just had to just, I gave him no, he gave me no other option, but to be honest. And um he made a concession for me and was paying monthly. And I remember uh, walking out of my office and uh, just kind of sitting down and the wife's like, what's wrong? I was like, 
nothing. Like I just felt so um, thankful. Uh, I knew this is what I needed. I knew I was just, um, I'm just, I was missing a, a playbook, so to speak. You know, we talk about run the play. Um, I've tried, I mean, I got a home gym out here. I've done different workouts. I've done different diets. Um, I go in spurts, kind of that yo-yo thing. And what really, and again, just kind of thinking back what the problem was is anytime things got hard, it was just immediate seeking comfort. It was immediate diving into food. It was immediately looking for the excuse to just throw in the towel. Um, and so I knew, like I said, I knew the game plan. I can get on YouTube and Instagram and see all the gurus telling you what to do. Um, but I just didn't have that, that full on playbook to keep me going. And so I think what, you know, really helps because again, through this whole thing, um, the physical aspect of it, I mean, I dropped weight every week. Uh, I never degressed from the physical results. Um, every, I probably say about 90% of the zoom calls I'm on, um, and there's always, as you guys know, there's always nuggets on there, just almost like church. When you go and you hear the sermon, it's like something you're going through every single Zoom. There's something that just kind of speaks to you. Like we're all connected on that, that frequency. And so there'd always be something speaking to me and just kind of getting me through that next, uh, that next obstacle, that next hardship, um, that motivation, maybe that I needed the inspiration, you know, whatever it is. Um, or just that perspective. A lot of the, a lot of what I've gained, uh, you know, through this is the ability to um, see different perspectives and kind of implement that in life. So, um, so yeah, I, I was really through this. I, I I took the mindset of becoming a student um, for the last twelve years. Like I said, between my company and the company before, um, I've always just been leading the company. I have to teach myself the training and train it to other people. I got to be the one that's you know just on it at all times. So I've never really got to just be a student for, for a long time. So that's really how I approached it is just show up, um, execute and, and learn and implement. So that's, I think what helped me with the success of getting to the posted finish line or starting line. Now, what, what do we learn here is, and he really did implement, I mean, he just hit his shit and that's why his physical transformation was so astonishing and rapid because he followed through but he talked about nuggets he talked about little things he got out of the zoom we'll dig in there so obviously you experienced this physical transformation what other aspects did you uh, have you gotten out of the program or that you noticed in your life that maybe you didn't expect <clears throat> um i think it goes back to the the number one nugget i get i got from you is just the uh you know, we're not our failures, we're our response to our failures. And and that is the number one thing that I think uh, I revert back. It's on my board here, but uh, I, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm going through it with the lady. We can get into that, but things are, um, well, I guess I'll back it up. Since July, uh, we were in a, well, before that, but July was really where it was big, but our business was in a tough spot. We were like week to week. Every Wednesday, we'd look at our commissions, my wife and I, um, and have to figure out to come up with $80,000 in payroll in two days, um, just every week. And so every Wednesday afternoon, I'm like, okay, get online, look at the loan apps, call, see who can wait to get their pay till next week, 
uh, cash out this investment. I was selling Pokemon cards that I've been saving forever. Like you name it. Uh, it was, it was getting hustled from basically July till March. And, uh, it's funny cause it was like, it was the worst time I've ever been through financially, the most stress, just everything. But it was the deepest connection that I got with my wife, like at a deeper level that I didn't even know we could. Uh, it was almost like there, it was a secret between us that we couldn't tell because a lot of our employees are family and friends. My, my mom's an agent. Uh, my best friend is. So we have a lot of uh, family and friends. So it's hard to vent to somebody <clears throat> about the situation when it's like, oh, I'm not sure if we can pay you Friday. So, um, yeah, there, there was a lot of, um, weight during that time, but it actually didn't feel that bad because we were so connected. We would wrap up at the end of the night, put the kids down and we would just go in, in the bathroom and just listen to music, talk. Um, there was a lot of intimacy, physical and emotional, just like we were, we were in it. Um, and then some of you guys, I, I, I talked about on the warrior monk call, but I mean, it was tough. We were, <laughs> It, like, towards the end, I was just losing belief. I felt like I was just lying to her that it was going to be okay. Um, but ended up not having to go through the bankruptcy stuff. Um, and coincidentally, Kyle called it uh, kind of the slingshot effect. But yesterday just got some news. Uh, so we have about 25 employees. And we've been doing really well um, selling new products. We have a hedge fund that... Um, owned 10% of our company that kind of bailed us out of the debt. So ended up owning 50% of the company, which sucks. However, if you're really focusing on accepting and just, you know, that's, that's something I've been focused on just accepting what comes. Uh, they're so invested now that they want us to hire a hundred employees in the next 90 days. And uh, yeah, so uh, huge blessing. Right. Um, but without the negative, there wouldn't be such a positive to, to be in this spot. So, um, so yeah, I don't really know where the, the question was, but basically it was just the response. Uh, everything that's, that's thrown at, thrown at me, thrown at us. Um, I know that personally prior to, uh, Superman fathers, I mean, I could barely, I could barely do shit around the house prior to, I was just so kind of stuck in that, uh, <laughs> that mode that I can't imagine getting through what we got through, um, to get to this other side and also not just get here, but I mean, be ready, um, be morning routine dialed savage 645. I've already got everything planned, ready to go. I'm on fire. Um, and that's just kind of spreading throughout, you know, my people, uh, the company, um, Viking group, our Viking groups on fire. I don't know if you guys, not all of you guys are in it, but I mean, we're, we're putting out results, killing it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really just been learning how to respond um, and not seek comfort it has been my biggest thing with this. Um, That's all right. Dude, that, that was beautiful, man. I want, I want you to go into the um, what's different mm -hmm. because the man that you were before going through that situation that you went through with your wife, what was different from the man before and now? How were you able to do that? How were you able to handle that? What was different in your perspective? Sure. Um, well, one, I never realized this because I was pretty ego blinded, but uh, my wife was actually the rock and carrying the load. <laughs> she was uh, leading, leading the household. Um, 
but I think what's what's different uh, again is is one um, being able to to show up and and respond and and execute. Um, but two, in the midst of a storm, um, I think it was Ned last week that talked about kind of the captain feeling like the captain. It's like what would what is the best response here? So not reacting so much with emotion and operating from a place of fear, but more so um, operating from a place of optimism and love and, and accept, like I said, just being willing to accept and, and try to um, operate from, from that place instead of a a fear-based mindset. Incredible. Mm -hmm. I, I just, but, and you mentioned now though, that you you're having some issues with the wifey at this point, <clears throat> are you approaching that with the same, the same I mindset? Am. And what is, because we have this, let's dig in there. Yeah. yeah. All well, of Mikey, this right. Go on. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I saw Instagram from Mikey B today and it was talking about expansion versus compression. And ever since I got posted, um, I've just put so much energy into that and it was great. Um, but ever since then it's been very compressed. Um, and it's like, I know it's a good thing. Like, I know the fact that she's expressing these things. She's being more critical because she feels like I can handle it. She knows that she can actually speak these things and I will actually correct it versus just sulking or shutting down or, um, saying, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Um, she knows I'll actually do it, but you know, the whole saying about being in the squat rack, it's like, it's still heavy, you know what I mean? But, but I can consciously, like we're out on the deck every night, just talking through things and we could have the greatest day. And then one thing I say or do, it just kind of sets off this reaction of like emotion from her. That's really been pent up for five years. Right. Um, that she hasn't been able to speak on. And so it, it just feels like an attack. And so basically how I handle it now is I'm kind of internalizing it and just accepting it and taking it and understanding like, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know. Um, I will correct that. I noted, you know, like uh, I'm taking notes and I'm essentially how we're kind of, we kind of develop our systems, our, our morning routine, workout macros. I'm not developing a new system with my wife. I'm, I'm trying to, it's almost like trial and error right now. I'm trying to fix a broken system. There's been a system in place that has been shitty. Well, I don't say shitty. I'm trying not to say negative connotation, but, but broken. That's not been working, but I haven't known about it because she, she and she's voiced this to me, which I appreciate, but also it, you know, it, it hits me. I wasn't strong enough to handle you know, it would, it would wreck me or it would get me to not show up. I'd shut down for three days or whatever it is. And so, um, the other night, you know, this is where I kind of felt good. Uh, it was a really stressed conversation, but, you know, I just told her, I, I don't have anything to say right now. Cause all I want to do is I want to defend my position and tell you why I think you're wrong. And I just, I, I, I just need to process this. And so that's kind of how I've been handling that because my initial knee-jerk reaction is to take it as an attack um, and try to defend versus taking the information, finding her perspective, and then, you know, responding 
whether it be actually, I feel very, and this is why it's important to, you know, stay aligned and, and really um, keep up on the morals, but um, I can still defend my position and we can still talk about it and move towards the middle or I correct my behavior. So it's kind of like I can analyze um, from a much, much wholer perspective. Amazing. What happens? There's no right or wrong answer, but what, what happens if you, you consoled your values or whatever, and you guys just disagree, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in one of these situations, what, because we, all these guys here, everybody thinking right yeah. now, we all, we probably have a conversation <laughs> like that tonight, right now, mm -hmm. like later tonight waiting for us. Yeah. Uh, well, so what I've been doing and it's, it's, it's been good. It's been hard, but I'm just trying to, to be, you know, be that example and, and lead as an example. And so what typically happens is there's a tense moment. And then I kind of say, I, you're, you're probably right. And I've told her this too, in our conversations, I know you're right. I just don't know why I don't know the why. And so I have to figure out the why you're right. Cause of course you're not going to come to me with something that is just out of left field, but I need to, I need to understand the right, but really it's more of a, okay, I need to process this. I understand what you're saying. And then a lot of times she'll come back and apologize about her approach. Yep. Seek to understand. And, and her, my, my issue is, is I'm forgetful. Um, I'm just learning about these needs that she's needed this whole time and has not expressed. And her approach is very um, reactive and so I take that as like an attack. And so we're talking that out. And so she's continuously working on her approach. I'm working on my things. And so she sees that I'm working on it and she, she starts to kind of see that she could approach it better. And so that's kind of how we're bridging that gap is she works on her approach. I work on the things that she's requesting and then we, you know, end up getting there. I love it. Mm -hmm. Let's go back into our process because this has happened since October and um, you, we well, end up finding new. Um, just the concept of the bully and the bitch, dude. It's a real concept. Go like, for it. One of you guys is the bully and one of you is the bitch. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, it'll switch depending on what's going on too. Like, am I the bully yeah. or the, and yeah, I'm, I'm currently default bitch and by choice. Yeah, by choice. exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. We can't, I, we got to take the emotions out of those titles. Cause that's just how it is. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I am well aware that. And, and I've realized too, you know, out over the last five years, our relationship, it's like, we expect because we're getting up earlier, doing more shit for seven months. It's like, cool. Everything's forgiven. Um, we expect that with the wife and, you know, we kind of expect that with ourselves. We have a relationship with ourselves too. And it's like, man, I've, been shitty, eating shitty, giving minimal effort to myself. So it's like my relationship with myself is kind of fucked. And so sometimes when we're, we're feeling guilty over, you know, going over macros or, you know, waking up late or something, it's something so minuscule, but it's like, well, we've been doing that to ourselves for years. So it's the same, same kind of concept. And so, yeah, I, I think that um, I am well aware right now, she, she is kind of, having an awakening and finding herself and really finding her ground of her needs and feels comfortable enough to communicate that to me. And 
I know, and that's the hard part is like right now, it's like, I know, same thing in the squat rack. I know I'm going to bust out this last set. I know I'm going to get there. It's going to feel so fucking good. However, it's, it's still heavy right now. So. Yeah. And, and it's, dude, you're, you're spewing. It's crazy. Our posted guys are just so tapped in with truth and understanding and awareness, but being the bitch doesn't mean you're, you're, it's the receiver. You're, you're a bitch if you cry about it. Right. Yeah. But if you're, if you're actually taking it and handling it, processing it calmly, logically, then that's not the case. And then the bully, just because they're telling you something that they want you to change doesn't mean that they're being a bully. It's just the way that it comes off. Yeah. So, but when we're overly sensitive or overly aggressive, then you got the bully and the bitch going on. And then that's when yeah. we, we just go at each other. Yeah. Well, it's, it's even gotten to the point where, and like I said, I, there's there, I love her and she'll tell you herself, her, she can sting, tell you what, um, but she's been, and I, I've, I've picked up on this and like a weird thing, but I haven't said anything until it just kind of happened. What? Sunday. Um, cause I, so I sprained the shit out of my ankle Sunday, um, stepping off the deck. So that was fun, but, um, I didn't get the Sunday massacre compared to a singer. Uh, I didn't get the father's day massacre workout in. And she was like, Oh, well, yeah, you should, you should get your workout in. you should get your cold shower and you should go do all these things. Or like, if, um, I didn't get my workout in the morning cause the kid was sick, Hey, you should go work out. So she's kind of pushing me into what she knows my systems are. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. She's like super supportive and like, that's cool. But also, wait a minute. And so uh, in one of our exchanges, uh, it was, well, no, if you don't do your system, then you don't show up and you leave me hanging was uh, was what uh, has has been the case. And so it actually gave me some perspective on that to kind of let go of oh well you know what if i don't get this if i if i did wake up late or i did you know whatever it is um i have let those in the past dictate my day and you know and she's reminded me you know you shouldn't your system shouldn't control you you should control your system she supports the system she thinks they're great but if they're controlling how you show up that's a problem and so uh she's been giving me a lot of uh We'll call it wisdom. Coaching. Um, She's yeah, coaching. Coach. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, but like I said, it's her perspective, you know, and she, she shows up and she moms, she, you know, we're, we own the business together. He shows up and kills it. Some days if like I'm lagging or something and I'm supposed to be the guy that's coaching all these agents and I'm like checked out on my phone I'm checking out all the Instagram guys from our guys. And I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, um, then the day goes by and I'm like, Oh shit, here's my to-do list. And she sees it. And then, you know, it's, I don't even, we don't even have to talk about it. It's just, what the fuck were you doing all day? Um, and then, yeah. So, um, she is definitely, uh, it seems harsh to me right now because it's so new, but it's actually, and I know this, and like I said, this is what helps me just, I'm just aware that it is so good for me and so good for us to her, for her to be able to say that to me and me to be able to take that and say, fuck, you're right. I should show up regardless. The making of a a power couple that is going to take over the damn world together. That this is what this is. Yeah. It feels like it. It, Well, (laughs) it it feels like it. Or let me rephrase that. Seven months ago, when I started this, 
and we were struggling and all that, um, I would not have been able to picture yesterday getting a call saying, hey, you got to hire 100 employees in 90 days. Let's go. Uh, here's all the do do it. Um, I would have been like, hey, you know, hopefully I can pay myself every month and, you know, we can get back to living comfortable. That'd be great. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so six months from now, I, I it, it's hard if, if you're if you're aligned, especially with with your lady. And, and like I said, uh, Kyle, I, I've heard him say this so many times and kind of going back to when we were um, in the bankruptcy talk. So the way we structured the business is it's it's under her name because I have a separate entity that I pay myself tax stuff won't bother you with that. But um, we were going through it and I had negotiated this sweet deal where it's like, hey, we're just going to get absorbed by a bigger agency that I have a good relationship with. We're going to be their director of sales, director of operations. We're going to each make six figures. All of our people are going to move over there. You have to file bankruptcy. We lose our business, but we're not fucked. So to me, that was a huge win. Um, And I wasn't even looking at her, like reading her. I wasn't communicating with her. I wasn't asking her what she wanted. I was just doing what I thought was the right thing. And uh, as we were, I had them starting to draw up docs and she was like, I don't want to do that. And I was like, this is so good. I was like, what do you mean you don't want to do that? Like, we can't make payroll. It's like, what what do you mean? And, uh, and then at that moment, uh, I was on a Zoom and Kyle was like, whatever your wife says, you, you do like that's you're, you're aligned with your wife and everything else falls in place. And so since then, um, and this is what I've told her, I was like, we, we just need to communicate because if you tell me to fucking murder the world, I'll do it. Um, I, I will do whatever you need me to do. But we need to be in communications, vibing good, in alignment. And that's why it's hard right now because it doesn't feel like it feels like we're so far off, but we're getting realigned into a higher, you know, vibration. But um, but since that moment, I was like, yeah, I fuck. I it makes so much sense. If I would have just been doing what what she would wanted and putting our energy towards that. But again, it was it's hard for me to say that because again. That was a learning experience. I might not have seen that perspective without making those moves. And so for me, again, it's just accepting what comes. All the decisions that I make are for a specific intent from God, from the universe, whatever you say. It's it's to gain perspective. It's to learn a lesson. It's to experience so that um, I can continue to grow is, is kind of how I'm viewing everything. But that one specific thing about... Um, any any decisions we make financially, business wise, we're getting in alignment, and I'm fucking executing for you. That's that's what we do. You're the queen. Just take me off the leash. I'm a little pit bull, you know. <laughs> Damn. So, Let's go. That yeah. was that was really awesome, Ryan. As you've leveled up, there's almost it's like a new. You can see things you never saw before. It's just how it goes. It's like your vision expands. Yeah. And there's leadership, new leadership that you're taking on that you weren't taking on that maybe your wife was taking on. And do you feel like she is testing you maybe or hesitant to give up that leadership? Oh, no. Because not that there's doubt, but it's like, oh, hey, no, there's I doubt. this 
She doesn't trust right? me. Yes. She doesn't trust me. And I have not yes. earned the trust yet. Yeah. So you can don't have to sugarcoat how it. Do you, how do you, yeah. this is what I want to dig in. How do you respond to that? Because a lot of us have that relationship with our wives and we've, because we've been so shitty. And mm -hmm. so we've had years where we've, mm -hmm. you know, created a situation where there's not trust. Yeah. Are you okay with her not trusting you? What's your position there? And how are you handling that? Um, I do it by being honest with myself. So if I'm honest with myself, then I 100% understand where she's coming from. And I have to, again, be honest with myself. Am I capable? Am I in the right path to being capable? Where am I at on that road? Because if I'm not capable, I should probably tell her. I should probably say, hey, yeah, you're right. Um, I, I need to stick in this lane or we need to develop this together or whatever. Um, but if I'm on fire and I'm tapped in and I'm like, I, I, I will tell her, Hey, I need you to trust me on this. Um, and in fact, the whole thing from yesterday about getting that call about hiring hundred people was exactly due to that situation where I was like, Hey, we're about to change this marketing company. Um, I know that it's kind of a scare cause it's this big thing, but trust me, I can get this done, negotiated it, set it up super smooth, executed. And then a week later this happens, but we were kind of going back and forth on if we should do this and basically just um, asking for that trust because I felt that I could execute uh, worked out well. But but yeah, it, I when that happens, because it does happen, I completely understand. And so I kind of in my meditations in the morning and in my connection time, that's that's a lot of what I go through in the morning is what what's going on either with the wife, with the business, with the kids, with the family, you know, whatever it is. And, and it's more of trying to figure out where I'm at, what I'm capable of, what I need to become capable of it, and then directing my energy towards those things. So it's almost like harnessing the energy to put towards that. So if I'm not there, great, let me write this out. How do I get there? And, and what does that look like? And then I start building from there. If I am there, great. Morning after the morning meeting, hey, let's talk. This is what we should do. Boom, boom, boom. And I have the confidence. I have the authority to speak on it. Kind of like what I was talking about, where I didn't feel like I could speak on some of the meetings or some of whatever. If I have that authority based on my actions and my execution, I speak on it. If I don't, then I, you know, really uh, dive into the meditation and, and figure out how to get that authority. And many of us are in that position in our relationships where we will say things to our wife to, cause this is so fun. You guys, how cool Ryan. Oh, okay. Let's look at this moment. The moment when you're like, Oh shit. I mean, I know you were together, but were you the one looking at the numbers and going to her and be like, yeah, this is fucking terrible. Or did she see it with you? Did she tell you which one of you two were the one that in back in March, you said, or whenever, when the numbers were bad, who addressed who, or did you find it together? Who was the first one to see where things are going downhill? Well, part of it was just, um, we would look at it together, almost like we're, uh, you know, opening, you know, are you accepted to this college envelope or some shit? We'd open the statement together and be like, okay, we need 90,000 to be good. And then we look at like, <laughs> and then we look at like $18,000 and we're like, the first few weeks it was like, fuck, fuck, you know, 
after that, it was like I was starting and it was right after it was right after joining this. And so I was it, we were doing the, um, the how to think like a Roman Empire. And so the stoicism really helped me during that time where I'm like, let's go. There's no good news. There's no bad news. There's just news. What is it? OK, let me get on the phone. You know, it, it turned into that instead of. Oh, my God, what happens if this what happens if it's it's it doesn't matter. I'm going to figure it out. And so, you know, that that whole kind of phase in Superhuman Fathers and that book club uh, was was right in the heart of it and and really helped me deal with a lot of that stuff. So. Wow, that that is awesome. That book yeah. is great. And it is really yeah. cool. Um, and I guess what I was trying to get at is have you changed? Did you hide where you were weak with your wife before, or if there was bad news, did you try to avoid letting her know, or has that changed in you and how you approach telling your wife, honestly, how things are? Um, I wouldn't hide it, but I would come to it with like pre-shame, you know, like, Oh, I fucked up. Uh, uh, you know, whatever it is. Um, now I feel much more like, Hey, I'm, I'm on top of it. And if there is something that's missed or there is something, you know, whatever, it's more of like a, Hey, we had an oversight. I got an idea though. You know, like that's more how the conversations are versus like, Hey, I, I don't know how to tell you or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, that, that has changed. But the reason that that has changed is, because of the actions and the execution and the preparation. Like I said, at the beginning of this, I was sending out meeting invites at 5 a.m. and then waking up at 6.42 and rolling out of bed and jumping on and <laughs> clearing my throat and like talking, just talking. And now, you know, 6.30 to 6.45, I've already done all my workouts. I've done my meditation. I've done my prayer. I've done everything we've connected. And so I have this, uh, kind of like your nuggets, you know, I have this, uh, this game plan, this, this thing that speaks to me in the morning where I can come with content and I can come with intention and get the day rolling. And I don't run into that problem recently. So let's go. You guys see this? Do you see what we're talking about? How we're talking about connection, the spiritual side of things. I am guided. I have a purpose. There is a force out there Connected. that to win. And if I can tap into that force, then my life, wherever it goes, is supposed to be. Resist that all you want. Go ahead. Continue to resist that and have high stress, high anxiety, shitty life. Just believe. Believe that you have a purpose. Believe that you're guided. Believe that everything happens for a reason. God, I used to hate it when people say that. You know, everything happens for a reason. I'd be like, you're an idiot. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Why not just believe that? Yeah. Well, and I think there's that, a reason. I, go, Ryan. No, oh, go. I was going to say, I think a reason for me, you know, I connect a lot of things with like movies and I had a conversation with Kyle um, about this, but, you know, like the resistance stuff, we all have different opinions on the resistance and, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but this is like one of my favorite childhood movies. But at the end, you find, you know, Willy Wonka's trying to give his empire away, the kingdom, and tests Charlie at the end for his how uh, honest he is. Says no. The grandpa said, oh, we'll just go to Slugworth and sell him the recipe. 
Come to find out, Slugworth works for Willy Wonka, aka the Resistance. The Resistance to me works for God and in the universe. Let's go. Yeah, and so yes. for me, when that when the Resistance shows up, it's more of like, uh, God, what are you trying to show me through this? What do you like? Where as I start to ask myself that is like, okay, where is it? And recently, you know, again, every Zoom there's something, but Kyle had said, hey. There's something that 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 voice is speaking to you to get rid of, whether it's rice or cigars. Uh, for me, it's the phone. Um, I have my if you guys text me, you probably see I'm on do not disturb literally all day. Um, I check my phone when I in between work, in between presence with the kids. At, at this at, at a certain point, my phone was. 90 percent of my life and everything else was filled in. And that's a big reason, you know, I feel about the modern monk thing. I loved it. Um, but I had a conversation with Kyle and Ryan. It was I I was just getting too distracted with um with my phone and I already had a problem with. So that's that's my thing right now. But but yeah, kind of getting back into that. The resistance is an agent of God. And and that that is how I view it. And so if you do what Charlie did and you just do what you know is the right thing in that moment. And it could be as little. And I experienced this after got getting posted. Um, I, I had some slip ups with hitting my macros going from 70 carbs or whatever it was to 300 is kind of mind blowing uh, when you get back on it. Um, and it went from, you know, like, oh, maybe I'm these berries. It doesn't matter. I got 300 carbs to give or whatever. But um, it's what you commit to that's important to stick into your word. And so if you're committing to these macros, and I am intentionally not weighing this out still, or I'm intentionally not caring if if I don't hit this exact number, that puts me out of power because I I am committing to something that I'm not executing on. So if I were to commit to, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna weigh all of my food um, I'm just going to eyeball berries because it's easier and I don't really care. You know, it's a few grams or whatever. That's one thing. And I'm doing that. That's one thing. But if I'm committing to hitting 300 and whatever, you know, whatever my macros are, I need to do it. Um, otherwise, you do lose power because you feel guilt. I still feel guilt if I'm not zeroing out macros because that's what I've committed to. I still feel guilt if I'm not hitting my workouts or my meditation and my prayer. I still feel guilt if I'm not being present with my family after work and playing go fish like we just did. If I commit to something, that's that's the key that I'm realizing is whatever you commit to, if you don't do what you're sticking, it'll take you out of power. And it took me out of power for probably a week. And I didn't understand what was going on. I was just kind of drifting. And it's almost like the smaller the thing, like not weighing a handful of berries, it's still a drift. It's still, you're, you're getting further out in the ocean. And then next thing you know, it's whatever other vices come or whatever other habits slip or whatever other blowups happen. Um, so catching those, those drifts early is, is important. I was uh, eating a, a trail mix the other day. And uh, I think I was at, I was at warrior warrior council and I was taking out. <laughs> I was taking the M&Ms out and putting them on the table. Some guy goes, why are you doing that? I go, well, if I eat an M&M, it's cocaine and hookers tonight. And he's like, what? I'm like, it's how it rolls, dude. Like I get a little taste. It's over. Yeah. You know? And um, I'm going to hijack the conversation just a little bit. Cause, cause I can. 
But um, one thing Ryan's talking about, huge. I've been uh, meditating in the morning and just listening to the voices. And um, I, un- I, I didn't quite understand when you told me about the Willow Wonk- Willy Wonka thing. And now I get it because I, I had my own epiphany. And now when you say it again, I actually understand. But the voice tells me this. You're not going to win, bro. You and your procrastination, your big top, your diet's off. Just like your follow through is off. I got you. You were not in power and stressed yesterday. I was leveraging you with fear. You're weak. And I say back to it, fuck you. I will rise. Watch, bitch. Watch what I do. Watch me be grateful and build. Watch me crush you. I'm not afraid of you. And then this. I know. He showed himself to me. I love you. This is the resistance. But I must be here. The darkness is your greatest gift. Lean into it and embrace it. I am the darkness. Yes, me, the light of the world. Once you understand this, you are always in power. The key to staying in power is to listen intently to the darkness. It will guide you into the light. God is the darkness and the light. He created both. He is both. The threats, the resistance, the crushing pressure. That is God also. Give me the chills. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, you hit the, the spot on. It's... Um, I feel like light and dark got us something higher than even that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, yeah. Um, again, it's, it's, uh, the duality, the compression versus the expansion, the light versus the dark. There's something above that, that is just continuing to give you both. Um, and, and you earn the light too. You know, I believe that you, by, by mastering whatever the darkness is, is giving you, um, you, you earn the light. By following. Beautiful. Well, I was going to ask one thing that you could tell anybody starting the program, but we have some questions and I feel like what you said about (laughs) was perfect. So that is the, even the slightest berry will cause you to drift. If you commit to your macros, hit your macros. So I'm going to give you a last word, Ryan, and then we're going to take some questions. So I'm going to give you that opportunity. One thing for someone who's just starting the program that maybe you'd tell yourself. Um, I think somebody just starting that I would, if I could go back and, and tell myself um, that it's okay. So it's okay to feel lost it's okay to feel insecure. It's okay to feel motivated. It's okay. Um, but you also need to, if you want to, if, if you signed up for this program, there's a reason for it. And it's that you're not okay. Right. And it's okay to not be okay. But if you signed up for this and you committed to this, the, the best thing you can do for yourself is to go all in, is to listen to to the men on here. I mean, I remember when I first started, we had, you know, Ryan Augustine, Griff, all these guys that like, I remember just like Greg Lowe, like all these guys that just had just nuggets upon nuggets. And, um, and if you're here and you're in the boat and you're listening, um, just show up. And it took me a couple of weeks to, I mean, I was, 
at the beginning, I was eyeballing stuff. Um, I was measuring wrong. I was tracking with net carbs. I was like, I was doing all kinds of shit that is the wrong way. But because I was here and because I was, I had the intentions of, of doing this the right way, I was still losing weight. I was still seeing results. I mean, I'm sure I would have seen even bigger results if I was, you know, not measuring berries by a half a cup versus grams or uh, measuring rice the right way or not doing net carbs. I can only imagine how much, you know, that, that's a whole nother thing or having the uh, activity meter um, increase your calories as, as you're going in my fitness pal. So all these little things that if you are on the zooms and you're on the Viking calls, especially that we're, we're going over and we're, we're helping. These are all things that I, I kind of figured out just by talking to Ryan, or this is kind of before Chris started too. Um, but you need to be, you need to be all in. And that includes if you're sitting there and, you know, drifting in, Facebook and Instagram and political drama and this and that, why don't you start drifting into nutrition articles and how to count your macros and certain workouts and best bonus burns. And, you know, if if you're serious about this, the results, I mean, you see Kyle's Instagram, the results speak for themselves. Like these transformations, you can't find them anywhere else. Um, This, this significant and not just the physical, but the, uh, the mindset, the spiritual, all of it. If, if you're here and you're listening, you will, you, you have to implement, you have, and I don't care if you're not, if you're not a talker, if you're not going, yeah, July is going to break the internet a crazy amount in the warrior monks. But if you're not talking, that's fine. Listen and, and do and research and, and be obsessed with, with progression, be obsessed with yourself. Because again, <clears throat> I realized that I, I am quite selfish. I never really uh, wanted to admit it. There I am. Um, and one thing you guys can look at, and this is on every single Viking one. Um, if you guys just look at my face and my eyes, it's like I look back and I just like people talk about killing their old self. It's like I want to hug my old self, man, because he was hurting and he he was he he is a great man underneath all that. Oh, I want to fucking hug that guy and like shake his hand because it's not easy to humble yourself and uh, and really look at yourself that hard in the mirror and take the leap. You know what I mean? Because uh, I mean, pride, ego, uh, insecurity—you name it—it it was there. And uh, like I said, he, that man, a- that man brought you here. Yeah, and you've yeah. had massive impact here. Yeah. And uh, I, like I said, I'm thankful for that guy and uh, just the fact that he was willing to to take that leap of faith. Um, and again, nothing but thanks again to, like I said, Kyle, I, he, he wouldn't let me get off the call without. Dude, me I think he would have gave it to me for free, to be honest. I like this that's is how what I was going to tell you. When I see a man with that much ego blocking and I see him, his true self poke through. Then you're you're getting in here. Yeah. I believe you would have gave it to me for free. I, I, that's the crazy part is I, I, I believe you would have. Um, and that's weird to think about and who, who know, you know, whatever, but like, I don't think I was getting off that call without joint, like whether it be God, you speaking, I, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It, it, it was just, it, I was supposed to be there at that time on that call. And um, there was no other alternative. I was ready. I had, 
I had uh, kind of like how I hit the bottom of this cut to get posted. I had hit the bottom of that lesson, that life that that I needed to hit to uh, to step up, to not be broken for my wife and to be leave her hanging, to not be not present with the kids, to not. I mean, I I, I have a lot of guilt, right? I've let that go, but it has been said by the wife. But a lot of the reason we're probably we were probably in that financial burden, which again, turned out to be a huge blessing, of course, um, was because I was not, I did not have the ability to execute and lead. I was in a leadership position and I was not a leader. And that is uh, (laughs) one of the scariest and worst things that you can be in. If you're not a true leader and you're not executing to be in a leadership position, it is dangerous for you and everybody you're leading. I have one more, I have one more question, Ryan. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. When you say leader, how's your definition of leader changed? Um, by living it, you know, not just, uh, knowing what a leader does or, uh, saying what a leader does or, uh, reading it, but by, by, uh, knowing what you're leading and, and living it with action, with example, um, with intent, with, with love, with, with tenacity, with, with everything. Um, that's, that's what I've really kind of realized what a leader is and uh and i always knew it and that's the hard part is um and not to sound i guess this might sound arrogant but it's also what i feel is honest um and that's why with this program i absolutely crushed this program i'm not gonna lie it was i don't want to say it was easy but it felt pretty easy to like actually just let's go i'll be honest like to just run the play like i'm a i was a high school college running back if you give me the fucking ball and let me run the play like i crush it and the problem was again i had no playbook i had no team i was just out there on a on an island drifting and um and so with this with this group with these men with everybody on here that have been examples and given nuggets and given uh vulnerability and action all all of it um it's been a it's been a blessing and 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 for me a big part of leadership um ryan <laughs> I'll actually, I'll just share it with you guys here too, since we're being honest here. There is that new thing with the mighty networks and stuff. And I'll be honest, I was uh, I was initially kind of bummed because I was like, oh man, I really wanted to be a general because I like the title. I'm a captain, right? I'm a captain. But I know that I am a fucking admiral general. I know I am. I'm just not yet, right? I'm not at that position for whatever reason. I haven't talked enough. It doesn't matter. But my initial reaction was that and the nice thing is instead of dwelling on that or having any kind of like resentment or kind of like I would in the past, it was like 12 seconds. And I was like, no, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm a leader. I'm me. I I'm where I'm needed. I don't care if I'm a fucking general captain janitor, just what do you, what do you need and where do you need me? And I'm there. You can do that in 12 seconds. You are an absolute master of your mind. Yeah. And that's what it, not, not even that is he he messaged me immediately. Yeah. Cause that that is that is what I would have um held on to for however long and had a chip on my shoulder or whatever, you know, and that's that that's that ego. That's that uh, you know, and the rye guy, and this is the hard part with rye guy too, is it's like I love the charisma, the the ability to to sell, the ability to influence and all these great skills, but what came along with that character was narcissism, entitlement, 
all these things. So I feel like what I've really done is been able to kind of hash out a lot of the, the dark traits of that and kind of bring the dark and the light together, I guess you could say. Ryan is so, you're so powerful now because you don't need any tricks. You're just yeah. you, just you, yeah. just you that, here is just it. And that's what, like I said, I didn't realize what I was looking for when I signed up. I know Ryan prepped me with some question. He said, what were you searching for? And I had no idea besides like just help. Um, but it was authenticity because I feel like I haven't been authentic in a long, long time. I've been, to go. you know, I've been who I've needed to be in certain positions and roles and uh, careers and relationships. And um, I, I still I haven't even really tapped into the full authenticity, but I know that I'm I'm in the realm at the moment, finding that that authenticity. The process of evolution. Yeah. You you'll go through the cycle over and over again and find Absolutely. more authenticity. Yep. Just like a cut and bulk. It's all symbolic, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a cycle. Ryan, we Let's got Dan go. and Isaias. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Let's go, Dan. Dan, Dan, how much weight you down, bro? 79 Today. pounds. What's that? 79 pounds. What? <laughs> <laughs> Go, dude. <laughs> hey, it's not. It's not about Let's me today. Let, let, me, let me say this, man. Um, Ryan, first of all, dude, your your transformation is fucking epic. Um, just in the last couple of months, man, just seeing just what you've been contributing to the group, to the Vikings, um, watching watching you just as a, as you kind of come out of the shadows in the last few months, I know you talked about sitting back and kind of being the, the student. Um, you've definitely been the master, uh, for me, man, just to watch you grow, watch you come out and, you know, just talk a little bit and share your story has been super inspirational for me. Um, just again, to watch that happen. And I'm, I'm stoked to be your fucking co-captain in uh mighty networks so anybody who's not on this fucking squadron you mm. better watch out because yeah. these two motherfuckers teamed up are gonna sweep the floor with your ass yeah. um whatever the competition is anyway yeah. um my my question to you man uh you mentioned earlier that you know it's it for a long time you didn't even love yourself um, and so you can see like when your wife wasn't comfortable enough and hasn't even always trusted you enough to, to just even be honest with you. Um, and I think at some point, you know, we all experience this because, especially as Vikings, because we spent so much time, uh, with poor relationships with ourselves. Um, not that everybody in here hasn't, but as a Viking, it's been, you know, it's a, it takes a lot longer to get to where we are. Um, and so my question to you is at what point in joining superhuman fathers, did that change where you really started to feel confident again and connected with your purpose and with finding love for yourself again? And what would you credit to the thing that got you there? Um, well, I think I'm going to go a little bit deeper and say that, um, what I always felt due to my ego was love for myself. Um, I, I never thought that I didn't love myself, but really, um, as, as, um, 
going through this progression and just really, again, taking the nuggets, um, letting go of the ego, letting go of the, that it's okay to not be the man or not be successful or not be in, you know, not be the guy. Um, that's when I really started to find the love for myself and the forgiveness, I guess it, it was more of a forgiveness thing of, uh, the, the, the relationships that I thought that I was better in, um, including with my wife and my kids, um, just, you know, uh, my, my employees, um, people that I didn't realize how hard I was letting down because my ego thought I was leading away and doing great. Um, but when you start to really be honest with yourself, um, that's where I started to really heal. Um, because I started being honest with myself and not, not masking behind ego and, um, uh, shame. Like I, I started to allow myself to feel shame and, uh, seeing the letdowns and, um, and correcting the behavior. So when I was able to start correcting the behavior and, um, acknowledging the, the lack of leadership I was providing, um, the lack of, um, uh, equality in my marriage when it comes to kids, the, the, just the lack of, of everything that I would, you know, kind of, instead of quality time, I would just, you know, either throw money at it or, um, have leverage over family members because I've paid for things in the past. And I would think that people would owe me favors, but in all reality, you know, just like manipulating situations so that it seemed like I was the good person. That's, that's what I think was happening a lot. And, um, and I would feel bad internally, but once I started to kind of, um, really address that and really be open to that and really come to terms with that, um, is when I, I really started to have not even love for myself, respect for myself is I think was the, uh, was the key when I started following through on my word when I proved to myself that I could hit these macros, that I could wake up early, that I could have this routine. Um, and then going deeper, now I'm starting to respect myself more that if I fuck up that routine or I'm not perfect, I can still show up. I can still be the dude, even if I don't get, you know, all 15 minutes of meditation or since I sprained my ankle, I haven't been running because I committed to two and a half miles a day. And I would have felt guilty like I was, you know, unworthy or I wasn't executing because I can't run 2.5 miles now, but instead I implement that with something else that's beneficial and find respect and not even find, create respect for myself to earn. So I hope that kind of answers the question, but it was more about regaining respect for myself versus love. Savage. All right, Isaias. Ryan, that well, answer Brian. was so good, by the way. <laughs> well, Brian, dude, it's been a fucking amazing Zoom. You've given me something that this is the first Zoom. Well, I mean, this is one of the most impressive Zooms for me because you've given me a new perspective on the resistance, man. That just blew my mind, man. And uh, you're pretty smart, dude. Uh, I, I want to get from you, like, what would be the best advice? And I'm trying to look for a new perspective, like, on the, that last month of a cut, like just before you get posted, what would be an advice you would give for all of us? Because I believe it when you say you crushed it. I actually do. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Um, what I would say 
for everybody kind of on that last leg is <clears throat> one, um, it's going to take, I'll just be honest, it's going to take being selfish. Um, it's going to pull away from your family. It's going to pull away from energy. And, and what I would recommend is to have that communication with your people, with your, with your wife, girlfriend, um, obviously the kids is different. Make sure you're showing up there, but I don't care what, what it takes. You're going to be hungry. You're going to be low on energy. You're going to be so focused on, I mean, I was doing two bonus burns a day, plus the workouts. I was obsessed with my macros. I was replanning stuff. And I wish that I would have, um, talked to my wife and kind of let her know where I was at and what I was trying to accomplish. So it didn't seem like I was leaving her behind. It was more like if I were to do that prior, she could be supportive in that temporary time versus feel left out by my selfishness, if that makes sense. So that would be one thing. Um, the other thing that that helped me, um, again, was everybody. you see everybody's morning routine. You see everybody on Instagram. You see all the stuff. You got to find what works for you. So what worked for me is I have cravings at night. So I would... I would fast, I would work out fasted. I wouldn't eat in the mornings because the second I even ate a banana, my cravings would start at 4.30 AM. And when you have 1600 calories, I'm not making it to the end of the night. Um, so I would, sometimes I'd be out here and I'd be finishing sets and I'd be leaned over the bench, just kind of re getting energy to finish a workout and it wasn't my best workouts. It wasn't my heaviest lifts, but I was getting the hypertrophy. I was getting the, the, I was getting the results. Um, but for the macros, which is really the most important part in that aspect is I was able to hit those because I was having that, I was eating from 11 to eight and I was spacing it out in that time. I, I couldn't do it or I don't believe I could do it. I tried, but from like four 30 to eight o'clock, there's, there's not enough calories to eat during that time for me. So, um, finding what works for you, what, if, if food is the struggle, then, and you, and your cravings are at night, wait as long as you can to eat and save your food. Um, so that way you're not breaking your food and then just push as hard as you can and have those conversations with your people so that you're not leaving them hanging and, and, um, you know, coming off as selfish because I know that they want you to hit they want you to hit that goal. My, my wife was extremely proud of me, but like, to be honest, I haven't shared this, but, uh, I almost didn't even show it to her when Chris said I was posted because we had kind of had a conversation about how I'm too focused on my, my fitness pal stacking my macros back and forth. And, um, I had some guilt in it because I was, I mid conversation, uh, I'd be, we'd be talking and I would, be like, oh shit, I forgot to, you know, do this. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to, and, um, it, it came off very hurtful to her because that was, that was like all I was focused on. So have those conversations ahead of time so they can support you in that temporary time versus, uh, coming off as selfish. Thank you, man. This is gold. Appreciate it. Of course. Daryl. I just want to thank you. You know, I have just nothing but gratitude for how you've showed up in the last couple of months in the Vikings chat and for all of us Vikings that have, you know, this, this, this long journey that we're on. Dan talked about it a little bit. 
Um, but but I have to be I have to be a little bit honest with you. I I didn't know really know who you were until a couple months ago, and so what my question was to you is I don't know if you talked about this at all tonight because I did miss the first twenty minutes due to work. Um, what what changed for you to get more involved because you are you are a natural leader. I can see that you you totally stepped up. You took control. You got a lot of the Vikings doing the things that. What what was the switch or the volume level that you turned up to to jump into the yeah. into the chats? Because for me, I, I've been going into the chats constant constantly. I don't post videos. I have a couple, but most of the time it's just words. But it's a struggle for me every single time to do that. I, I feel like I have to break through a barrier every time <laughs> I post something. And so, what was it for you that changed? to get more involved in that. Yeah. Um, well, I actually had a conversation with Ryan a while back cause I, I wanted to be in the chats more. I wanted to be a leader cause I, I know that I am a leader, but I think it comes back down to when I, if I were to post something, I wasn't sure if it was to like, just sound cool and sound enlightened and like get all the little emojis, you know, get the most emojis or if it was because I was genuinely trying to to help and give and give and serve and give information. And so I had a lot of um, uncomfortable thoughts because I really wasn't sure there was a time where it would have been just because I thought I would sound cool. And, you know, somebody would think that I was really smart or really enlightened or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Right guy. You know, like you tell you what, man, get all the likes, give me all the likes. Um, but I didn't, I, I came into this with intent to, to really change and, and be authentic and be, um, be real. And I, until, you know, I really started getting into the chats more and stuff. I, um, I didn't fully feel real or authentic and I didn't want to be putting things out there and get that like, Oh, if I didn't get a lot of likes, then I sound stupid or whatever. It's like, now it's, Hey, if I have something that's good or I need to get something out, you know, um, we do it and we do it for each other. And, um, that's what I know it is now, but a few months ago, I, I couldn't tell you which one it would be. So I didn't, I, I, I just didn't do it. Cause I, I'm, tr I was trying to get rid of and take control, not get rid of, I don't believe we get rid of our old selves. I think we take control of ourselves Um, and we control who we want to be. And, um, and, you know, the light versus the dark struggle. And so, yeah, that, that's, that's when the flip or the switch flipped for me was when I knew that that's what it was about versus not being sure if it was for the clout or if it was really to serve. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you too. Like I said, I, uh, everything that you put as inspirational, man, your, your, uh, transformation is going to be savage. So I'm, I'm excited to see all the Vikings, but we got the same thing with the warrior monks, the July class, the, the Vikings has three to five guys that are just going to be crazy transformations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Daryl is uh Daryl is one of them for sure. So thank you for, for your example and inspiration. And just so you guys know, Daryl weighs eggs. Um, that's how, that's how I'm serious. That's how, that's how Kyle doesn't eat rice and picks out M&Ms. Daryl weighs eggs and everything that goes in his mouth. And like I said, that's, 
whatever you're committing to, whatever that voice is telling you, like do and commit to it and you will, you will find and stay in power for sure. This is so beautiful. Um, I just want to tell Ryan that you are an amazing human. You inspire me. You're a leader, not just to these, the, not just to the group here, but you're, you've, I mean, I'm watching you. You scare me. Kyle watches you. You scare him. We scare each other. This is what, why we're here. And I think there was that conversation we had. I remember exactly where we were, where you kind of figured that out. Yeah. You know, that was your place. So. Yeah. And I, and part of me wants to apologize for not being in the chats more and saying this stuff, but I can't because like I said, I, uh, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. And, you know, I've talked to Kyle about wanting to be in the warrior council and stuff. And I've told him, I, there's, I don't know. All right. I was not ready. Feel ready. All that stuff. We'll talk. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I'm very aware and conscious of, of my, my weaknesses and I'm very, um, honest. And so, um, that has been a, a big thing for me is I, I can't apologize for not being in the chats more, giving any more knowledge <laughs> previously because I, I I was not ready to lead. I was not ready to to give that um, genuinely and authentically. So yes, no sorries allowed. I won't be sorry because <laughs> there was a reason. There was a reason for it, and um, and I'm glad that I waited, and I'm glad that everything that you know I do say and do is is fully authentic and 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 here to serve versus tied to some kind of result. You guys see how, how, why we call it day one, because you can't see clearly until you get here. And, and now that we're in this place, now we can receive, like now we can start working on ourselves, but there's too much bullshit in the way. And um, this is what I love about where we're headed, especially Ryan leading the charge here of just being utterly, purely honest about everything. Because if we can, if we can become a badass like he is now, and then honestly share where we're still struggling. Damn, we're, we're, we're ready to explode. And then take everybody with us because everyone around us now feels comfortable to be able to share their truth. That's a gift, Ryan. Thank you, man. This is the route we want superhuman fathers to go. This is where, it, this is where it's headed. Beautiful, yeah. just beautiful truth and, and massive results. Hey. Kyle, imagine the day in the near future, Ryan's with us. We have the council, a group of men that have gotten to this point where they can connect to the universe like that because they put it on the altar. And we just go, okay, boys, where are we going? Where are we going? What are we going to impact? What are you taking? And that's, and that's what I'm uh, working on every day is, is, uh, hearing that voice and I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to listen. Um, I'm working on hearing it more clearly, but, um, whatever, whatever it is, um, that's, that's what my focus is right now, whether it be with the family, with the business, with, uh, nutrition, whatever. Um, I'm, I'm committed to listening to that voice and going all in. Um, I'm working on, on the clarity of hearing that voice is, is my thing right now. So just so you guys know, that's that's a big thing for my morning routine is um, finding how to and and working on 
getting the clarity similar to what Kyle has. Cause it doesn't come to me. Like if I'm in a hot tub, smoking a cigar to put out the cigar and fucking be done with it. I'm not that clear yet, but I, in the mornings while I'm connected, I I know, and I'm, I'm, I'm able to be honest with myself and um, I'm either cutting or adding things um, to my life that, that, that speaks to me on. So we're just getting started. Yep. It's the skill that's earned. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ryan. Last thing he said, guys, that last thing he said, that's everything. That's why we're here. Stay in power. Listen. Act. Period. Yeah, because I'm realizing, too, there's uh, it, you got if, if you guys really just sit in quiet for 10 minutes and think what's affecting your life, where you're struggling, what you're leaving on the table, what you're what vices you're choosing over your family, whatever it is, um, there, the voice is there. Um, are you, are you willing to to listen to it? Are you willing to have your phone that you've been addicted to for the last however many years and is a big part of your business on do not disturb and miss potential business? It doesn't matter what it is. Um, the only one that gets through is, uh, my wife and my brother, um, they're the only ones that ring through everything else is, uh, do not disturb. And when I get around to it, I check it and I'll respond, but that is, that's been, it's only been about a week and a half. And that's been huge for me because, um, I was scared to kind of let that go. Cause there's, I have to instantly, I feel like I have to instantly respond and I get so many, I get 300 calls a day messages and, uh, it doesn't matter. That's, that's affecting the presence with my family. It's affecting the procrastination in my business. It's affecting my attention um, other places. And so that's what I've heard. And that's what I'm uh, doing. So I love that. Yeah. And I think Levi had something here. Yeah. Bro, Levi, close this out. What's up, bro? Hey, bro. You don't know how much. I mean, I'm sure you do know. Maybe you don't know. But it has so much impact everything you're saying, bro. To a young motherfucker like me. Like I've just been thinking and thinking like oh man five years from now I'm excited the things that you guys are doing I'm implementing them now and I'm just like oh, what awaits 10 15 years from now keep it consistent keep it pushing keep it yeah struggling. So I'll I tell you man say thank you bro thank you for, for the suffering for everything you had to go through so a young motherfucker like me doesn't have to go through that shit well, I appreciate that, man. And uh, I just want you to know that, uh, I mean, you're a big inspiration to me in the chats. Like I said, you're a leader out there, the the burpees, the the constant um, positive impact, the constant just grind. And uh, uh, how old are you? 24, bro. I'll tell you what, man, 24 is when I had my upswing. Um, started working at a SEO company and went from a bank making, you know, 20 bucks an hour to uh making $180,000 in a year doing sales. And so 24, and I didn't have superhuman fathers. So I'll tell you what, uh, I, I know you're on upswing, you're grinding and it's, uh, it's going to hit soon. So make sure you keep grinding and the opportunity is going to present itself. Uh, you guys have probably heard uh, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. I 100% believe that if you're prepped, you're ready to rock. You impress, you impress the right person. You land the whatever job it is, and you're a fucking grinder. That's just gonna kill it. That's you. So just make sure you know it, and uh, something's coming your way soon. Believe it. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for that. For sure, man.
Damn. Nuggets upon nuggets. Well, on that note, we should probably get back to our family as we've been on here an hour and a half. But I know we could make it go for three if we wanted. Because Ryan's aligned. <laughs> cool. I appreciate you guys listening and uh, jumping on. So Beautiful. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Ryan. Yep. Thank it's you, gonna guys. It's going to be fun to watch what we do together. Yes, sir. Excited. Wow. Let's go. Love All you guys. Right. Take care. Go guys. crush it tonight. Go bring some fire and presents to your families. Cool. Have a good one, guys. I hope you enjoyed this transformation from Superhuman Fathers. And one thing I want you to know is that anyone can do this. Yes, even you. Go to superhumanfathers.com and apply for the brotherhood right now. Next time on Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. I'm not the person that can provide anything for any of the people in this group. But like, I, I know deep down, like there's things I've been through that would be beneficial for a lot of people on here. And at the end of the day, like I, I log on to this and it's superhuman fathers. Like I'm not a father. Like that's just what I want to be someday. Like hopefully, hopefully I can be a father. And like, I log on to this and I'm like, I just want to learn from all these guys. Like I want to learn from you guys that are on here and I'm counting on you like to just guide me through your struggles so I, so I can do this better then I'd be able to do it on my own.